Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I am going to try not to sound too out of breath, but <laughs> I am just feeling very out of breath these days, even when I'm just sitting down and talking. So <laughs> if you notice, you know, there's your fair warning. Um, but today I want to continue the conversation on communication with our kids. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I would encourage you, they're not in any specific order, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one because It focuses on how we can help our kids become more independent with problem solving, even from a little age, and how sometimes the things that we are communicating are actually communicating to them that they can't do things, even though that I know that's never our intention, and it was never mine, and there are things that, you know, I need to work on in that regard too, and so it's just a good good thing to be thinking about, but today I want to focus on praise. And I do have another episode that kind of talks on some of it. So I will link that in the show notes if you want to listen. I think it's three phrases to remove from your vocabulary. And the one that relates to this is good job, but we'll get into that. Um, And so I think there is something really important that we need to consider when we are giving our child praise. And no, it's not that We can never give our child praise because when I first entered into this kind of connection-focused parenting realm, that was one of the big things I heard is like, don't praise your child. And that feels really unnatural, (laughs) like not human or like motherly, I guess, to like just never praise your child. And I don't think that we should never praise them. I think just sometimes how we go about it can be tweaked a little bit. So before I go through kind of how to shift how we praise our kids, I wanted to just share a story with you about how I used to do it. Uh, it was very much my natural response, and I thought I was, you know, kind of doing the quote-unquote right thing. I didn't even realize what I was doing. Um, I just wasn't aware of what I was saying and how it was really like actually impacting and taking root in my child's heart. And so, when my oldest, who's six, I mean, he was probably two at the time. Um, a lot of my response to him showing me something or doing something, I'd be like, oh, perfect, you know? And I think that can be a lot of people's responses. Now that I don't use that anymore, I tend to notice it more in other people saying it. And I know it can be kind of common. It just like naturally flows out. But what I recognize, so one day we were just... Um, coloring something. I don't even know if it was a picture we drew and then colored or if it was an actual like coloring book picture. But my two-year-old got so upset about his coloring and that he literally said, 
it wasn't perfect enough or it wasn't perfect. I can't remember exactly. And that really triggered me into thinking, how does my two-year-old, like, how is he struggling so much with being perfect already? Like, it's going to be a long life if he's already at two thinking that his coloring is not perfect enough. And I know sometimes maybe people hear their kids say stuff like this and they just push it off as, you know, like maybe your child's really sensitive or they're just kind of have that natural tendency. But I think before you do that, it's really important to really reflect on your responses. And because a lot of times these are things that we're not purposefully doing and instilling in our kids. They're just our natural response. And like I said, for lots of different circumstances in this parenting um, focus, I guess, is that it's not so much what we're doing, it's how our child is perceiving it. And so if you're saying things in a certain way, you might not even realize the impact it's having. But when you notice these types of behaviors come up, it would probably be a good opportunity to say, is there anything that I am continuously saying or demonstrating or acting out that might cause my child to have the perception that, you know, he needs to be perfect or what he's doing isn't good enough because it doesn't look like mine, you know? Um, and obviously there's lots of factors, like he could just become be becoming more aware that he can't color in the lines and stuff, but I, from then on, decided... I'm not going to use that response anymore. I'm not going to say perfect anymore. And it has been life-changing. Those sorts of things have not come out of his mouth again. And he has been more willing to try things. Um, Even now, at six, there are things that I sometimes think, you know, like if we're doing one of those, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like paint by numbers, but they're stickers. So you match the sticker to the number on the page. And... Sometimes he doesn't get it perfectly in the line. And in my head, I'm thinking he's going to be really upset by that. And he's not. And he's fine. And I think had we not taken a moment to reflect on why why is he so stuck on being quote unquote perfect and coloring perfect at this age, if I hadn't taken the time to do that and then to switch my response I think he would have had a much harder time with a lot of things because he'd be so concerned about what it looks like versus the process. And um, so I'm going to share another just like if you want to call it a tip or something to be aware of when you're praising because I think this can also impact it, which is another thing that I shifted. So when I said earlier, when I came into kind of this connection-focused parenting before I actually became a coach and just was exploring this realm of parenting just in general, one of the things that I heard a lot of is like, don't praise your child. And I didn't really know how I felt about that. And I think with anything, you have to take the information and decide like what works for you and leave the rest. And so I decided like, I'm not going to be a mom who never praises my child, but maybe there's a way that I can do it more effectively or that would, you know, spark something in my child a little bit more. And so one thing that I really want to encourage you as you kind of go forward from this episode is to be more specific in how you are praising. 
So a lot of the times the things that I was saying was like, oh, good job, or that looks really good, which sounds really nice. But as you reflect on it, you could say, oh, that's really great, or I love it, without even looking up from what you're doing to see what your child is doing or to see what they're trying to show you. Not that you're doing that, but you could say those things and never have looked at it. And so what I want to encourage you to do is to actually tell your child specifically what you love about, you know, whether it's their drawing or their painting, or for us right now, it's a lot of Lego creations and a detail that maybe they incorporated like, oh, I really love all the colors you used. Or, you know, with my boys, they're making all these different Lego creations and coming up with them on their own versus following a pattern and talking about specific parts of that creation that I really think are neat versus just like, oh, that looks really cool. And I think this is also an opportunity for us as the parent to like really see our child for who they are and their strengths and to actually like call them out. Because when we just say good job, you know, that's not really, again, think about if somebody, if you like created this really cool, I don't know, woodworking thing, or you made something with your hands or you made some art piece or something and your spouse is like, oh, good job. Versus I really love how you did that. Or like that piece, like that really stands out to me. You know, what to you, what would you prefer? Somebody just being like, oh yeah, good job. Um, And so just like taking that into your parenting and remembering that this this is a way for our kids to be seen. If you have a lot of kids or you're just really busy and you feel like you haven't had the time to really spend, especially maybe now as you're transitioning into a time of school or just more busyness, you know, in the fall as holidays come and you feel like you don't have a lot of that extra time to give to your child, really taking these smaller opportunities to notice your child and notice what he or she is doing and to praise in a way that is specific to him or her. I think that is really, really important. And I've seen such like then kids just light up like, oh, they're really seeing what I'm doing, not just you know, they can tell when you're just like, oh, good job. Um, And then the other thing that I just wanted to share about it quickly is to not overdo it. And at first this might seem like a little bit harsh, like, what do you mean? Don't over, don't over praise my child. Um, But I found, especially for me, and I think it just happens often uh, without us even thinking about it again, because so many of our responses and our thoughts and everything are subconscious. But we are often interrupting what our child is actually doing by just injecting in the middle of their project. Let's say they're, you know, coloring or like painting or something and we're sitting with them. Oftentimes, I know I would anyways, and again, I think it's pretty common, just like at random times be like, oh, good job or something, almost feeling like, you know, encouraging them along to continue. But... I would just encourage you to actually pull back and allow your child to complete the task. You can sit there and watch or participate or do, you know, your own painting side by side. And if they pause and look at yours, you know, you can have conversation. 
but I would encourage you to think about and reflect on how often you're interjecting in the middle of something that they're doing. This could even be something as simple as like a puzzle. You know, they put three pieces together and you're like, oh, good job, you know, and I want you to think about this because allowing your child the space to actually complete the task versus always interjecting like a good job or something like that. When you're always interjecting something, you might feel like, you know, I'm being encouraging. But what can actually happen is you are decreasing their intrinsic motivation to actually continue and to move forward and to complete the task. The other thing that I really like to think about a lot, and this is something I go more into in that other episode that I was talking about, when we say a lot of like, good job, is that our kids then are going to look for that. So maybe the next time you sit down and you do a painting together, maybe you're like doing some work or you're attending to another sibling and you're not there like constantly reminding them like, oh, that's really good. I really like that. You're doing a great job. They're going to wonder, and again, this isn't something that we naturally think about, but again, we have to think about how our child's perceiving things. They're going to wonder, well, why isn't she telling me I'm doing a good job this time? And what can I do to have her be telling me that? And their motivation then becomes more getting the praise from you versus just like doing the actual task and being creative and imaginative and um process oriented versus results oriented which kids are supposed to be at these younger ages and then they might start to think I'm doing something wrong or I'm not doing it good enough right and again these are just things that we don't naturally think about but so often it's what's going on and playing in our kids minds so as you kind of go forward today I would just encourage you to evaluate how are you giving praise now obviously I still say good job sometimes like I'm not perfect at it and I don't expect anyone to be we're never gonna be and maybe there's a time and a place for just like a hey good job high five sort of a thing but I think just really being intentional about being more specific um, I think this allows your child to feel like they are seen and especially if you're feeling really busy or overwhelmed in a season and you can just take that extra second to compliment them in a specific way or praise them in a specific way um, or something that they're doing in a specific way versus just good job. And then also thinking about how often am I interjecting when they aren't looking for it? You know, if your child is like looking to you, like, look at my picture. (laughs) Obviously, I wouldn't say don't say anything, like let them finish. But if they're just working and you find yourself interjecting something to just try to pull back a little bit and let them work through the process because it's more about the process for them at this point than it is about the results but we so often unintentionally make it about the results and I think that's where like me we can kind of get into a little bit of trouble with how our kids are kind of emotionally processing that praise so I hope this was an encouragement to you to just Again, always taking a moment to reflect and be aware of what's going on and see if there's any tweaks that you feel like need to be made. And if not, great. And if so, then you have a jumping off point to get started. Um, So I will talk to you next week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone 
and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.